welcome to Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? Hey Wells, how you yep. doing? Pretty good. How awesome. you living? Living that pimento cheese life. Mm. What? So uh, what's been going on since our last record on? New brewery opened up, lower left, okay. over by uh, just south of South End. Not, not upper right. Not upper right, lower left. Any good? Lower left, up? yeah. Yeah, I went there twice last week. So maybe we should go Saturday then. It's of... almost like we're going to. Okay. Where, where, uh, whereabouts is it? Uh, like a stone's throw from Goodrow Cider Works and Sugar Creek. Oh, okay, sure, cool. And the Loso. Oh, Loso. The Loso. So anywhere else, Wells, that you've hit up? recently that sticks out i'm sure i'll think of something as the show goes on jeffrey um no 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 it's my off off time you know you know how it goes yeah. like yeah. nothing and then everything and then nothing and then everything and then yeah yeah like leave the house what's that mean yeah i'm here man like how much more ugh. Ugh. stop stop putting all these demands how on much me. more ugh. ugh i can only do so much more ugh only so much ugh. Jeff coming through with the boss pour. Yeah, look at that. Mm-hmm. And out of a crowler. I was about to say, and he didn't spill it all over the floor out yet. Of a, I, I, I have, I have uh, now that I've been buying so many from uh, between Triple C and Divine Barrel as of late. You've learned? Like, I, like I've gotten better. It's just a practice thing. Yeah, you know? I that's mean, true. Here, I'm going to mute you while you masticate so you can masticate freely. Eat your sandwich. Pants on. Pants on. <laughs> well, so we all thought AB was done, at least for a while. And it kind of seemed like they were. And they have now decided to purchase another brewery. This one is another Platform one. out of Ohio. Cleveland, mainly, is where their main quote-unquote hub is. Now, I have to ask you, gents, before we go, have you? did you hear of Platform before this? No. No. Do they? They don't have. They don't really have anything in that kind of Midwesty or mid Mid East, Middle the Middle East. Yeah, the you Middle know, East. Like, you know, I'm thinking it's you know. So you got obviously you got AB in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. You got Goose up in Chicago. Cleveland is kind of well. That would be the Rust Belt technically. So. And they don't, you're right, they don't really have anything up in the Rust Belt. So, uh, so the reason why I asked that question, though, had you heard of them, the reason in particular is that the Brewers Association named them as one of the country's fastest growing breweries in 2017. <laughs> Went from 97 barrels to 7,000 to 20,000 in 2017. Not bad. Yeah. So they like kind of picked up a bunch of steam really quick. But you know, it's funny because. I, I know a couple of people up in that area, and I've never heard them talk about this place at all. So that's where I, I think I got kind of surprised. Uh, their portfolio, and this shouldn't really surprise people anymore for even such a young brewery. They had over 600 recipes that AB will be getting. 600 recipes? Six, they six, brewed 600 recipes in three years? What it says right cool. there. Cool. So, yeah. do they know how to make a beer a second time? I don't know. Honest question. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, as as the local promiscuous drinker, what the hell, guys? I Calm mean, down. <clears throat> I mean, even just from a logistics standpoint, you know, most breweries that have a pilot system are only putting out a beer a week because you know, 
got to make it and it's got to sit and then you know. Well, and I guess my big question is: so does that mean they've brewed six hundred beers, or does that just mean they have six hundred recipes? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Because I mean, you know, if it's anything like my wife's Pinterest, I mean, she's got six hundred recipes. She doesn't cook any of them, (laughs) but she's got six hundred recipes. She's got six hundred on there. Yeah, but she makes like five. My wife. My wife. So yeah, I mean, I guess. Wells, any idea? Like, I know you don't know this place typically, but let's say I'm a old hickory. They've got a thousand recipes. Does that mean they've brewed a thousand <laughs> beers, or does that just mean they have a thousand recipes, but they've brewed like ten beers? They've got a thousand. Re- I mean, uh, that's such a an odd thing to include if you don't. I mean, okay, you know, the, their portfolio has six hundred recipes in it. Cool. Like, are they any good? Have you made them? They're recipes. Like, it is one using like laurel hops instead of yeah. like? Is it just like different variations on a hefeweizen? Like, you guys hear me out. Raspberry hefeweizen. It's no, like no, our no. other. Hear me hefe- out. Kiwi hefeweizen. Okay, that's two. Okay, let's keep uh, a thing uh, of fruits. A uh, 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 blood orange. Blood orange. That's right, always the that's big three. one. That's three. Okay. Um, now we just need to do this like five hundred ninety-seven more times. Is I, that what they're doing? Sure. Could be. You never know. That's a weird thing to include in our in an article. Well, the, apparently how this all kind of happened is, number one, these guys, they always claim they're not looking to sell. They're looking to grow, but everybody's got a price. We all know that. Uh, apparently, the kind of head of the Brewers Collective, which is AB's craft arm, if you want to call it that, was at Blue Point, And apparently the platform was distributing bottles there in one of the five states. And he had one and was like, ooh, and then went knocking on doors and... Away it went, and it's gone. That's the thing. And, of course, they say things aren't going to change. Oh, not this oh, year. Oh, of course. Nothing's going to change. Everything's going to stay just the same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, in fact, like, if I keep scrolling here. What changes? <laughs> nothing. nothing imme- at least it says that nothing immediately changes. Yes. Which is true. Cause but next week, I was all kind of changes. Typically speaking, in these mergers that we've seen... Um, you know, there are changes, but a lot of... Like, Goose Island's a prime example. They left Goose Island alone for a long time, and then they started to meddle. But I don't think they understood what to do with Goose. Like, like Goose was, I think, big enough and successful enough that they didn't want to get in the middle of that. They didn't understand it. And then some of the ones after it, it felt like they moved a little quicker. I was going to say, so curious question, because obviously I haven't kept up with Wicked Weed since it sold. Are the guys still there? The, the brothers still there? I suppose so. Okay. I haven't kept up with it either. Okay. I'm I mean, just curious to see if they... I would kind of assume they would be the package, the face of the company, the faces, right. but uh, I don't know. I haven't. I just haven't paid attention because, okay. you know, not in my wheelhouse anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it, I mean, they go on to say, hey, we're still hiring people and all of this, but we all know that eventually they will be assimilated into the system and everything will change. But, yeah, like... You know, I, I kind of thought we were done. AB was done for a while. <laughs> yeah, and I was wrong. And, you know, we've kind of talked, to, like Jeff was saying earlier, they didn't really have anybody up in the Rust Belt. So it made sense. And they're not ones to dip a second time into a state that they've already made a purchase in. Like, we haven't seen them double right. up yet in any of these acquisition states of New York, Illinois, North Carolina, whatever. So this... You know, makes sense. I guess we can cross Ohio off the list. Yep. Sucks to be an Ohio brewery out there looking to get bought by AB now. Well, because the, the odds side, are not in your favor. On the flip side, for all those Ohio brewery fans that were worried AB would eventually come in and swipe one of their favorites, you know, like Jackie O's, Jackie O's can rest a little more safe now. That's true. Fans of Jackie O's can. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I was about to say the fans could sleep. I mean, fair, if, fair. if Jackie fair. O's wanted to sell, obviously this would be a real shitty thing for them. Yeah, that's fair. That's true. I did see that Wicked Weed was doing a collaboration with Devil. Was it Devil's Backbone or Ten Barrel? It was one of the two. Oh, okay. I can't. I for the life of me, I just can't remember. But it was a like playing with yourself much. <laughs> we want to do collaborations too, guys. Can we? Can, can we do one? No. What about with somebody else from? Whatever the name of I the mean, arm is, okay. Even like before the buyouts, I'm not sure that like a Wicked Weed Devil's Backbone. I don't know. Devil's Backbone was okay, but like I was never really that super excited. Uh, so are you sure about that? Yeah, they're okay. I never had anything I liked from them. This one kind of made me want to just scratch my head, but apparently Bells is adding a light two-hearted. Oh, okay. So that could in be other words, a two-hearted light. I mean, two-hearted, you know, like the number one beer for how many years in a row, you know, how do you, how do you sell more two-hearted? You know, you go after... So, like, I'm curious if this is, like, uh, session two-hearted? Almost. It's a 3.5% ABV. Okay. It will have 8.7 grams of carbs and 100 calories per 12 ounce. And, and I always feel like whenever this kind of thing comes up, we're talking about light beer and, and you know, less carbs, lower calories. Like, do we know what two-hearted runs... Because I feel like that's an important, you know, yeah. distinction. If you're telling me that Two Hearted is twice the alcohol, but it's like ten carbs instead of eight point seven and hundred and thirty calories instead of hundred, like I no longer am that interested in the light version of it. But excuse me, and I, I think it's I, obviously they're trying to reach an, uh, another segment of the market. I mean, you know, there really aren't a whole lot of what you would call light craft beers right like i know that they run the billboards for archer light which is like i think a miller product but you know there just isn't a isn't a whole lot of uh whole lot of options out there for that all right there you go 212 calories so 17 carbs compared to eight so it's basically half the carbs half the alcohol half the calories so they watered it down yeah basically i mean that's how you make a light beer is you make less abv plain and simple well yeah i mean You've got to have a base to compare it to. I mean, that's what makes a light. You have to have a base, and then you've got a light version or a lighter than this other thing. But it doesn't mean they... It's not necessarily an add more water. It's more of a add less malt. Yep. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Although, then this kind of makes me curious. Like, so you've got two-hearted. Now you've got light two-hearted. Maybe Imperial two-hearted? They've done it. I mean, like... Out regularly available. I mean, I've had it here. What about in? I have not. What about two hearted select or platinum or yes, yes or dry gold, <laughs> lime two hearted. <laughs> I mean, it's especially considering what I'm doing right now on a stupid diet. If I'm gonna have a beer, I'm gonna have a beer, plain and simple. I'm not gonna go for a light option. Yeah, and but I don't think this beer is targeted towards you. Double two hearted. How about that? Isn't that fun? Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? Let's see. They do it every now and then. And I did look it up. It was 10 barrel. That, uh, 2016. Okay. It's been three years. So they're due. It just means I haven't had it since 2016. All right. So if you remember last week's episode when we played Who's On First with Indeed Brewing. And their crazy weird little program that they were setting up. They're doing something a little different this time. Actually, way different this time. But I actually learned something, believe it or not. Today, I learned. 
Maybe. Today well, you maybe learned. Well, no, I learned. So you know those little plastic holders that mm-hmm. pretty much every canned beer comes in anymore if it's in a four-pack? Yep. Don't ruin this for me. You can't recycle those. Are you kidding um, me? I'm going to let you finish. Okay, let me finish. But, well, okay, so according to this article, they are indeed is saying, hey, we found out most places, most recycle centers can't take this stuff. Because it's already made of recycled stuff. It's already made of recycled stuff. So instead of it going to the landfill, bring it in here. We'll help it get redistributed out to other places, and we'll give you free beer or discounts on your beer. So a lot of places don't take these back because... They're problematic to deal with. Uh, they could be damaged. They could be unsanitary. So a lot of breweries just don't Excuse bother me. with them because well, we've got boxes upon boxes of them in the back. And right, yeah. It's now, just, uh, in this case, the uh, I, I think the the manufacturer of the can holders is working with them to try and take it back because maybe yes. they can recycle. I mean, the, you know, those can toppers they are recyclable. But to your point. And I think that's a very important distinction here. Not every recycling center is set up for it. Yes. And in, in the lady in the article, the brewer, she even like kind of like there's this very slight pause and she's just kind of like, well, and they're not all recyclable. You know, like, I mean, I, I went and I, I went and I grabbed, uh, I, I had a stack of them sitting on my fridge. I'm sure we all have them, right? Grabbed a stack of my fridge, grabbed, I had three different types sat down in front of the computer and I'm looking at it. I'm looking up like what type it is, you know, and it's the HDPE mm-hmm. and it's all recyclable. But again, I mean, like, but is it, you know, in your case union or in our case, can Mex recyclable a recycle center actually do it? You know, I, I, I don't have an answer for that because I didn't, I didn't go that deep. And that's right. the, to me, that's the big problem of recycling. Yes. No, is that it is. like everybody's like, don't throw this stuff away. Okay, cool. I'll put it in the recycle. Like, Oh yeah, but we don't want that. Actually, Actually, don't. the only thing we want is white paper. Not even that, that really. That, you know, like, like, and really, like, yeah, if you could just, like, open up the package of printer paper and just throw it in the recycling bin, like, that would be ideal. Because we don't want any ink on it. We don't want it to be dirty. <laughs> no folds. No creases. Like, don't even shred it. Like, Don't you know, look at it. Don't breathe on it. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, in fact, why don't you just give us extra money? And I'm like, what, what happened here? Well, and I was going to say. I'm trying to I, save I, the environment, man. So what's I, I next? Know- Are you telling me my toilet paper isn't recyclable, too? <laughs> I, I know you. I, I mean, don't you use yours twice? Yeah, I mean, it's what the other side's for. Yeah, that's why it's two sided. That's what two ply means, right? right. Pull it, pull it <laughs> apart, and use it twice. And I know Jeff, you will give two flying fucks about this, but like, I actually looked into the recycling program here in Charlotte, and it's basically half of what I put in my bin ends up going in the trash. Awesome, and I'm so, like, that's great. Which you know begs the question, you know, for these. Waste management companies, why bother? Like, well, I, and that's where Charlotte is kind of to the point where they're going, Why are we doing this? Because half of this is going to the landfill, and we're I mean, paying how much for honestly, this? Honestly, like, I kind of feel like they do it so that they can say they have a recycling program. It's kind of like those electric buses, same thing. They do it to say they have it. Yeah. Half, not, the, half the time, they're more expensive, the maintenance problems, and everything else. It's a little old, but not too old. He's just looking. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, welcome the, to the craft recycling cast. Yeah, well, I mean, but, look, I'm all... No, it's a valid point because... What? I mean, the, the, the reality of it is if you want to recycle, if you want people to recycle, you have to make it easy for them because people are lazy. Amen. I mean, it is all I can do just to 
you know, save my cans and keep them in a separate bag. And then I got to make sure I rinse them out and take the labels off. And I'm like, I'm not doing all of that, man. Yeah, well, Jeff, I would disagree with you on that point, but. <sighs> well, I was going to say, like, when I got the notification that I could put my used pizza boxes with grease into my recycling bin, I was like, holy shit. Look at the city of Charlotte stepping up. Yeah, but really, we, the, the takeaway of that is we throwing it away. <laughs> yeah. It's more of a, oh, we weren't supposed to be doing this already. Everybody's doing it. We're just going to tell you to go ahead and do it. <laughs> just go ahead and do it. All right. Well, I was, was going to do this one in the next episode, but I wanted to snuck this one in here because we are already through news. So, you know, the thing that I always wanted was a Pabst Blue Ribbon Seltzer. Oh, cool. Well, I have it. I don't know. That really just doesn't sound very good to me. I, I need no? something a little more meat on its bones. You know what I mean? Okay. So what, do you, what are you after? I don't know. I mean... Something stronger? I kind of wouldn't mind the Paps Blue Ribbon Hard Seltzer, but something in the lines of 8%. I, I just want to forget that I'm drinking Paps Blue Ribbon Seltzer. <laughs> well, they've, they've, got, they've got you solved, buddy. Oh, great. I can't wait. So in four states, they are literally launching a seltzer that is called Paps Blue Lib- Ribbon... Stronger seltzer. Strong. Cool. Yeah. This is the thing. So do these so, have flavors to them? Uh, this one claims, at least it looks like there's only one, and it's zesty with natural lime. Oh, natural zesty lime. natural lime flavors and contains only one gram of sugar. Yeah, because it's got stevia in it, which, you know. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so I guess this goes along with their coffee, you know. What's weird is that it's an 8% seltzer when PBR is like four and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm sitting there thinking, too. I'm like, I'm like so what's PBR like four and a half? Give me like high-grade PBR instead. Like, You want Imperial PBR? And he's like, no, I had that last week, see? it's uh, You need some PPBR. PPBR. The extra, it's for a extra piece P-P-B-R? for a double dose of pimpin. PPBR? Double dose of pimping. I got yeah. it. It's a the seltzer market. I mean, it's it's the new. You know, like we always wonder, like what's the new hot thing, right? You know, for you know. Oh no, the weed beverages and this. Yeah, mm. these those are the two those big are the things. Two things. Brute's dead, man. Yep. Nobody cares. Yeah, brute. Came brute what? Huh? Ew. Yeah. What was yeah. that? Yeah. That was a flash in the pan, like CDAs. Or, you know? or uh, remember glitter beer when I, that was a thing? Oh, that was a hot like thirty seconds. Right. Still around. Yes, but like it's not the. I know, it wasn't even that big of a. It was yeah. five people that knew how to yeah. n- work a news cycle. Yes, we're uh, we're totally putting in plastics in our beer. Awesome, have fun drinking it. I can't wait to eat it. Mm. Mm. Can't wait to pee it out. Later. Drinking plastic and peeing plastic. I hope. Yeah. That that got. I, I'm really uncomfortable now. <laughs> what you don't want to drink a beer and then go sounding afterwards? Oh. Uh. Uh. It's anyway. Uh, yeah, so this is the thing, and it's happening at least in four states. So of course it'll be like test markets. We'll see if it sells, and then who knows? Six months, a year down the road, and Arizona, California, Montana, and Texas. Thoughts and prayers. I mean, Montana, where nobody lives. There's like five people, and like it all. Be you know, like I, I'm stereotyping, typecasting, whatever you want to call it. You know, I mean, like I expect most of the folks in Montana have a farm. I just don't see that. This, the seltzer crowd seems to be more like uh, big city, right? Yeah, totally. The the bustling like seltzer boomtown of Billings, Montana. Montana yeah. <laughs> Although, and I've got some rant, uh, 
Jeff and I were talking earlier about random ass Twitter followers that I have, which believe me, I have some of the most random ones you will ever hear. But there's a dude that's in Montana that claims that there's actually like a craft beer scene up there. And I'm like, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. There's like five people. Yeah. And uh, um, dang it. Whoever it is that makes that cold smoke. Scotch ale. That one's real good. Oh, Um, yeah. I forgot about that. I think there's that that Billings. I don't know. Hang on a second. Look. Yeah. You do. You do have a device that can. I I said I was going to look. Oh, what we don't just want to paw at airtime for a while. No, no, we don't. But uh, yeah, yeah, Kettle House in Missoula, Montana. Okay, there you so, go. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Good job, Paps. Way to stay relevant. Remember when it was, seemed like not you know it was maybe what a year ago, like Paps was in danger of completely folding. That was a couple of years ago, but yeah. Yeah. And look well, at him. The, look the, at him now. The Twinkie brand or somebody brought bought. Bought them and brought them back from the brink of extinction. I thought it was uh, not your dad's that brought them back for the. Well, that too. <laughs> Good lord, that was a thing. Yeah, I remember when that was a thing. Still a thing. Uh, I mean, we're just calling it hard, hard seltzer, seltzer now. now. That's true. Alcoholic pop. It's just it's people that want to get drunk but don't like beer or wine or spirits. I guess it's like. That just seems like such a weird market because if you don't like beer, drink wine or drink spirits. Well, but if you already have the malt beverage permit, you don't have to get another winemaker's yeah, permit. So that's true. This it's it just makes sense that's for true. brewers. That it's are, probably an easier ad, right? Yep, you already set up for it. Plus, you can then you know because of the twenty some odd flavors you could add to this. There, you've got twenty more recipes. Boom, just like that. Boom. Look what they're... Oh, wow. So they could have like 600 recipes. Easily. Wow. Easily. There's going to be a Pabst Blue Ribbon whiskey, y'all. I you mean, know, I don't know that I ever uh, was interested in that either. I I mean, like, good for them, I guess. We but talked like, about the coffee, but whiskey? Why? I just, like, stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> yeah. What's the you got to do something. So this is, I mean, the the hipsters like, aren't... Snowboarding and drinking your PBR anymore, so something's got to happen. It's going to be PBR that's distilled down and then aged in fresh oak barrels for eight years. Yeah, but once they collab with other half and have like you know one with champagne yeast or something like that, you'll be all over it. Off color, yeah, them too. Yeah, mm. them too. Trying to fire shots didn't work. <laughs> Throw shade. All right, are we ready for break? That's what I meant. Yeah, we'll be back in thirty. It's time for buy no buy. I'll explain how it works. Pretty simple. We've been drinking some beer during the show. We are going to rate it a one or a zero, a buy or a no buy. In other words, so no half stars, quarter stars, none of that nonsense. And we're trying to figure out where one of these beers is from. Are we? Oh no, no, we know where it's from. Okay. Anyways, first beer. It's from Triple C. Says right here on the can, real big. Yes, it does. Triple C. Triple C. Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, so, um, you know, group texts, group texts are a funny thing. And, uh, every now and then, uh, Wells puts us on blast. And I say every now and then it is not often. 
No. But it's when he like, does, you know he's excited about something. It's once every six months. And he put us on blast. He was at uh, Triple C, and he's like, you guys, you guys, you guys. I'm bringing this in. I'm bringing this in. I've been here eight times in the last day. <laughs> something like that. Alzheimer's is a bitch. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, it's a... So, so this is their beer called Ragnar, and it's a quike beer. Uh, quike is a Norwegian-style yeast that I guess that has been kind of passed down over the years. and um, So it's like a metal yeast. Metal yeast. Norwegian. Black metal death metal. Come on, man. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, that one died. Yeah, that's, that's all on you, man. That's all on you. But um, I, I guess they finally got to the point where they can uh, uh, rebuild this in the lab. That that's uh, this particular strain of yeast, and so it's, you know, you might see some of these floating around, but I don't know how how, how many you'll see. Uh, that being said, uh, so it's an IPA, and it is delicious. Uh, I really like this. Has a real good flavor to it. It's uh, super cloudy. I don't know if that's the yeast or if that's the treatment. It's the yeast. Um, damn, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's real good. It kind of freaked me out, though. So it's this like super old yeast strain kind of thing that they're doing. And then when I looked at uh, logging it in, it was uh, labeled as a New England IPA. And I'm like, uh-huh. K. 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 It's just a style of brewing. Cool, 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 cool. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, but yes, uh, big buy on this one. Like it a lot. Wells? I mean, you take kind of, you build a regular hazy IPA, but rather than using like the Conan yeast or just like the London yeast or whatever that, you know, is the kind of hot thing, this is just a new option. Mm-hmm. And it does make things finish a little bit, like it imparts a tropical flavor to it, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still kind of on the dry side. Like Indeed. it's not very, I mean, this is Moist. just, yeah. But it, it's a really versatile yeast. It it's a quick, it's a hot fermenting one. Um, so it's turning. It's they're able to turn beers faster with it. Uh, I think this is going to be. I mean, you want to talk about like the next big thing could very well be this. Yeah, it was one of the things I noticed in that article. It, um, it it talked about how this strain of yeast is a lot more tolerant to temperature, mm-hmm. uh, where you know regular. You know, fermentation, you got to keep it a certain temp and all that kind of stuff, whereas this can get a little warmer and it's fine. It can get hot. Yeah, which is like, crazy. How hot? Uh, I'm just curious. Pushing 100. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, I mean, you can churn and burn a, a batch of beer in, in no time with this. Because I was going to say, like anybody that's ever homebrewed before, that's honestly the biggest challenge, especially in the summer, trying to keep your yeast at 50 to 60 degrees. Yep. In that in that band where it doesn't, if it gets too hot or too cold, it, yeah, it just stops dies. working. Yeah. Yep. Just stops working, and yeah, well, there isn't a huh. That's crazy. There's a little bit more tolerance with this too, so that's why I think that it could really be a thing. Yeah, but absolutely. These results are cool. Yeah, and tolerant. Yeah, 104 degrees. It says it can get to 104. Holy crap! Yeah, and and even then, like it, it talks about like how it. You were saying how fast it ferments. It was talking about one specific example. It was already fermenting at 30 minutes after being thrown in. So I mean, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, to be able to crank out, especially this, you know, this New England style, which is a hot style to begin with, to be able to crank this out faster, easier. I mean, yeah, that could be a game changer for like a small brewery that that needs to get products out the door. Yeah. And and again, all that being standing, it doesn't matter if the beer sucks. This is really good. That's true. I mean, if, if the beer did suck, then we wouldn't be talking about it, but it does not suck. I really enjoyed this eight times in one day. Really? Yeah. God, I don't even jerk off that much. (laughs) 
Josh, where are you? Of, uh, speaking of uh, Wells sending us texts that we want to get out of, <laughs> uh, this is damn good. Uh, it's, you know, again, it, it's it's amazing to me, and I know a lot of it was just me keeping my head in the grass uh, or head in the ground, really, of how much Triple C has in my eyes turned around. Yeah. I know they've always been good. That's the thing. It's not like they've ever been bad, but it's like now all of a sudden, like any, it, it's like Divine Barrel, like. Anything you guys bring, yeah. I know it's it's at least going to be a well-made product. It may not be something I love, but it's still going to be a well-made product. They're kind of into that favorite band territory where, you know, I'm going to like the majority of what's on the new album. Yeah. There may be a couple that I'm not huge fans of, but overall, I can appreciate the whole thing. Yeah. No, so. and this this is absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from Wedge Brewing in uh, Asheville. I have ever not actually ever been to Wedge. I haven't either. Um the one time we tried to go up there, they, they didn't open for like another three hours. It oh, was like, geez. well, well, I've how about we go both home? their locations? Uh, any rate, I, I didn't. I, I've always thought of them as like the very super hyper local, no interest in packaging or anything like that. So to see a can, like it really threw me off. I'm like, yeah. what is this? And you know, like there's, it doesn't really. The, the picture Josh sent me didn't have their logo on it because the logo's on the side of the can. Yeah. And I looked it up online. I'm like, oh, wow, it's Wedge. That's really cool. Um, grab another pour of this. I'm and I was going to say, just so quickly, they just decided to start packaging. And, of course, they were going to distro here to Charlotte. This isn't like a crazy... This is just their basic IPA. Yeah. And, and it is a... Um, so it's labeled as an English IPA. It's uh, very clear. It's very malty. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Um, if I was there, I would buy one. Or you could now buy one here. If I was there, I would buy one. Okay. Um, I don't, you know, like there's there's too many, there's just too many good beers out there. To, you know, I'm like, this is not a bad beer. It's just not going to stick out for me. Okay. But everything, I could see Purvis loving this. So, I mean, I a, guess the ultimate question, you just said you would buy it, but you wouldn't. So, I'm, I'm kind of thinking you're really a no-buy on this. Yeah, I'm probably a no-buy. Okay. okay. That's fine. I mean, this is a fantastically well-made English-style IPA. That said, I'm going to purvis on y'all because I'm just not seeking out English IPAs. Fair enough. So this is, y'all, if this is in your wheelhouse and you're, oh, yeah. you know, grab it, but I'm, I'm just not. That's all. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I can see purvis loving all over this. Ew. You know, because it's, yeah, exactly. Because, you know, it kind of... It's that mix between, you know, it's, it's a little bit of hoppy, but it's not over hoppy. It's not quite, definitely not an English mild, but it kind of has some of that same kind of like multi mm-hmm. backbone to it. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's a fine beer. It's a well-made beer. That's, you know, not my thing. Not your thing? Well, it was my thing. That's why I bought one can and then brought one to you guys. Because I so thought nice. it was really good. You're so nice. I really enjoyed it. So I will buy it again. Nice. Final beer up? Uh, final beer up from Prayer, 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 Prayer. Yes, prayer because it's got the clip art lion or the uh, MS Paint lion on it. Um, this is Powder of Love series, uh, of which they have like eleven something. Like I asked Josh, I'm like, which which version is this? Because it's kind of like uh, what's the one Chuck sends Alpha Abstraction yeah. that Chuck sends us, and it's they're up, you know they've got all these different volumes of it, and uh, this Powder of Love is very similar. There's all these different versions, um, but uh, to to uh, Shoot, what's the name of the? Who is it that does Wild Leap? To Wild Leap's credit, yes, they very clearly stamp on their cans which version it is. 
Josh says to me, it's the latest version. And I'm like, okay. I'm looking at the can. I'm scanning it. There's no, th- there's, there's no stamping on this at all. You're going to have this many variations of a beer. Like, please label it better. I would agree with you there. I didn't know there was 11. When you sent me that message, I was like, um, well, I'm just going to say it's the latest. Why not? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Um, for one that's kind of based on lupulin powder, I kind of like it's, it's bitter. But I just don't. I, just, I don't. I don't know. No buy. I'm not. I'm not picking one of these up again. It just. It's it's got a bite, and that's kind of all I'm getting out of it. I was trying to make sure there wasn't a fruit addition to this because, I don't know, kind of tropical to me. Yeah, so maybe. I enjoyed it. I'll buy it. Josh, I dug it. I'm gonna buy it as well. I don't know. I thought it was pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised, but when you told me the fact that there are 11 versions, now I have no idea if that's the newest one, if that's the first one. Who knows? And I'm that is very pretty sure that does not taste like a, what could be the first one. No, it doesn't. But it's still insanely frustrating. And just right, if you're gonna have this many different variants of a beer, you need to somehow clear. And maybe, all right, it's a dumb question. I don't know. Did you see any pictures on Untapped with cans? Like maybe they do a different color of a can for versions. Uh, let know. me pull up number two here. Ew. <laughs> That's the only thing I could think of. Pull up. Is that maybe can colors are different? Because there is no other marks on that thing. Well, you still... Now, they should have some sort of like version number maybe stamped on the bottom. Yes, I think that would 100%. Be, that would be really handy. I mean, maybe not a date, you know, just yeah. do a version. That's fine if you're going to do the one version. I mean, it could be number seven, Laurel Centennial. It could be number 11, which would be the Lupulin Powder version that's the latest. Right. Ten, number 10 is Citra Calypso. Eight is Laurel Huel. Citra Mosaic is nine. Lupulin Powder IPA version 11. Thank you. So. It's version 11. There we go. Mandarina, Bavaria, and Laurel. But period, end of story, we should not have to do what Jeff is doing and looking this up on Untap. The brewer should clearly state this is what it is. Well, but that involves going through a, getting new label approval for every single hop combination that you do. Or, or just stamp in the can, numbered 11. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I was on the bottom. Say, so yeah. yeah, just stamp it on the hey, bottom. You know what? Problem solved. Actually, it'd be real nice to put number 11 right next to the date that you canned it, neither of which are on this can. Good gives, points. Gives me a big sound. <clears throat> Good points. All right, so it's time for I Tap That. Pretty mm-hmm. simple. Out of the beers that we had on the show, and I'm pretty sure there's a clear winner here. Yeah. Out of the uh, beers that we had on the show, what are we going to put on our uh, kegerator at the home? Right, so for me, I only bought uh, Ragnar, so Ragnar rocks yeah. in, my, in my, my world. Wells? Yeah. I mean, the powder love was, you know, close second, but holy crap, man, that Ragnar just blew it away. I can't wait to try more. This is only like the second different, what kind of beer is this? A quiet? Quike. 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 Quark. I mean, if we're still... K-W-I-K-E is a phonetics version of it. Okay. So, yeah. I'm on ISO for more of these. Josh. It's a clean sweep. I mean, the the cloud one was was up there. It was it was good. I actually like the English one, unlike you two. But I get it. I know it's not. It's not a bad beer. It just. I mean, it just. And more than anything, to be honest, I bought it because it was wedge. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, like like, it's wedge. Curiosity was great. I was so excited. I was so excited when I saw that. I was like, oh, cool, a wedge beer. I finally get to try a wedge beer. You know? And it and it didn't like it didn't. 
I shouldn't say it, it didn't disappoint, right? Like, right. Hopefully, this won't drive a wedge between us. Coral! It drove a wedge between us, Coral! Coral! So we're, we're at the end of the show, Jeff. Where are we at? Come check us out on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Find links to old shows. Um, you can search the box for, you know, other beers that you're interested in. Maybe we've already had it on the show. There's a link to our ginormous spreadsheet and all the stuff that's out there. Thanks, Chuck, for uh, catching my uh, copy-paste mistake, and uh, we got that fixed. Um, yeah, hold on really quick. Just total beer count. You are the most accurate, uh, but you are at 1762. Yeah, so 1,700 beers. We're coming up on 300 episodes here before too long. 1,712, sorry. My bad. 17, well, 1,700. Did you even see the 62? My mouse was half, half covering the one, <sighs> and I kind of glanced at it. You make up numbers. Still sometimes. like 1,700. That's a lot. That's a lot of beer. That's a lot of beer. Wells has got the even 1,000. Look at that. Ooh, ooh. I'm never drinking another beer again. <laughs> wow, Stop he's, it. Been, he's been around this long. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Wow. He's going to eclipse Chris before long. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. With more beers than but yeah, uh, Mark check, and Ryan combined. Yeah, meanwhile, uh, you know, we got a Patreon if you want to support us there. Appreciate that. Otherwise, tell a friend. Uh, look us up on the Twitters at CBCast. Wells, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter if you're bored at all the Wells. Josh. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Don't forget about our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Uh, post story ideas or trades or anything like that which if you do want to do a trade so patreon is one great way to support us but we are also always interested in your beer and jeff is really good about coordinating trades with people so well normally speaking uh shoot an email over to contact the craftbeercast.com or hate mail craftbeercast.com if you want to do a trade with us we can send you some cool shit from here other than that we will talk to you guys next thursday